Hi, this is Father Bill W. here in Austin, Texas. I am an Episcopal priest in long-term recovery. Uh, did that through the program of Alcoholics Anonymous and the, and the 12 Steps of AA. Um, if you are new to the podcast series, I'd invite you to go and visit our website. It's titled Two-Way Prayer and teaches you the process of prayer and meditation that they used to do in the earliest days of uh, our program. I think you'll find it uh, really interesting. We're doing uh, workshops on two-way prayer, We're doing those each month now through June on the second Saturday of each month, 10 to noon, uh, that's central time. Write me and I'll be happy to send you a flyer uh, on that. You can write uh, twowayprayer at gmail.com. Also doing a, a similar workshop for the folks in Maryland, uh, District 18 of Alcoholics Anonymous. And we are doing that one on Sunday, uh, January 24th. So, you know, perhaps if you've not been able to make one of our regular Saturday workshops, perhaps this Sunday one uh, could work for you Sunday afternoon. Um, it's Eastern time, so I won't confuse you with giving you that. But once again, just send me a note uh, and I'll be happy to send you a flyer uh, that uh, the district has prepared for that one. So um, business is out of the way. Uh, we are getting towards the end of our series on um, spirituality and religion, trying to figure out what's the difference between those two. Can they live with one another? Are they incompatible or what? So I've been interviewing some uh, some marvelous people around the around the world, literally. And today is no exception. We're going to look into a Muslim in uh, Alcoholics Anonymous. Um, and I was so fortunate to find a young man by the name of Sinan K. He comes to us from Istanbul, Turkey. Uh, he's a wonderful, wonderful uh, AA member. And I, I could tell that uh, as soon as he and I started talking. He's dug into the history. He's real interested that in that. And he's also... Um, uh, dug into his faith and is exploring um, uh, the Muslim traditions and particularly some of the mystical elements of that faith, uh, Rumi, the poet. And um, I think you're going to find this a, a really fascinating conversation. Uh, I know I really enjoyed talking to him, and I hope you'll enjoy listening uh, to what he has to, to teach us. So uh, without further ado. Well, Sinan, uh, I'm excited to have you uh, with us and uh, to share uh, the story of your faith and your recovery in Alcoholics Anonymous and uh, what that experience has been like for you as a, as a Muslim. Um, and so uh, welcome to the podcast. Thank you uh, very much for having me. Yeah, it's our pleasure. And uh could you could you just begin perhaps by giving a, a very brief overview of uh, of how you how you were raised in the faith, how the drinking came into being, and, and the drugs I understand, all right, uh, and then and then you got into AA and what that was like for you. Yeah, um, born and bred it in a um, in a traditional Turkish family, the only kid. Um, I was, I was, there was always a praying. My mom taught me how to pray. Um, but uh, I remember that when I was, when my parents got divorced, 
uh, I was trying to get the attention of everybody, the uh, my parents and the people, but I wasn't able to express myself. And then I met with alcohol at that time. Uh, I was able to um, meet with the girls, speak with the girls, um, be the uh, um, intelligent or guy within the friendship. Um, that illusion carried me uh, my university time. I was able to uh, to finish the university, and then I moved to England to learn English. Somehow I found uh, to do my master's degree in there. That's where I met with the drugs, mm -hmm. and then uh, there's a romance relation happened in there. I came back with the uh, disaster relationship, and something happened in twenty five. Um, I was diagnosed with a major depression and then where my um, drinking has become uh, very interesting. And then uh, between 25 and 40, uh, I remember that uh, I was drinking by my own in most of the nights. Um, the alcohol previously was giving me the uh, boost to meet with the people. Now it was uh, the challenge for me to be able to speak or to be able to uh, um, to live the uh, life in life's term. It's become a more uh, antidepressant for me. But at the time I was taking medicines as well. Mm -hmm. And then one day um, it was, uh, it was uh, I was having anxiety attacks. Um, I made, um, I tried many uh, treatment ways uh, it didn't work out. It did work in some while, but um, one way I was always um, felt nervous. I was just drinking way too much. I was not an alcoholic. I was having a major depression. That's why I was become an alcoholic. My mom, uh, she tortured me with physically and she was responsible for that and all these illusions. And one day doctor told me that uh, I asked him, am I an addict, alcoholic or I'm just drinking just because of my traumas in the childhood. He said to me, whatever is, is your choice, um, either you call it uh, post-trauma syndrome or you yes. call yourself an alcoholic, one way or another, the result is you cannot have one more drink anymore. Do you accept it? And I said, yes, doctor, I accept it now. It's clear for me. It's going to be a, from now on, I'm not going to drink it. Uh, you, you, you had a very wise physician there. <laughs> uh, I was I was so desperate to apply what he told me. Yeah. However, it it went only a three weeks. Then I relapsed. Okay. And, and this whole year, twenty five years, I was only stopped drinking when I was in the national service in the army. And um, this conversation was happened in. January, um, July 2017. He also gave me the AA rooms. I didn't call them. And back in 2018, January, I lost everything. My wife, my job, my income and everything. And that's where I knocked the door in January 2018. And then I said, okay, I'll do whatever it takes. I'll what was it like coming into AA as a Muslim? Any, anything different, do you think? Um, first, when I joined the AA, this, the word 
hit me, this, this, um, this word of surrender was hit me really. Uh, I never heard of it. I always heard of the name of God, pray, meditation, everything. But the word of surrender was, I never heard it. It was strange. That word has just kept me. I want it. And, and, and that, that is the meaning of Islam, is it exactly. not? That's exactly. That's the meaning. Yeah. <laughs> that is the meaning. I don't know. I want it. And second thing was uh, promises. We, we read it, promises number eight or number 10. Yeah. Fear of people and on a com um, in a, a comical security will leave us. Right. That was, I wanted that one. And they gave me the chip afterwards with this circle and triangle. Triangle. And I said, okay, this is Muslim thing. I don't know what it is. I'm not going to do that. And then we hold our hands and then we prayed. And I said, these guys are must be, um, I'm sorry, but they have a different um, selections in their sex life. I thought they were. <laughs> yes. Now, were most of the people there Muslims in the meeting? The majority. Um, well, they were all alcoholics. Aha. Uh -huh. They were all alcoholics. I don't know their um, decision faith? faith. Okay. But they were. They told their stories. Yes. One of them was sixty-five years old. He told me he was the captain. He told me his story. He just didn't lecture me. He didn't give me. Um, any do this do that he just told his story and that was it I want it and I said I will do whatever it takes you were ready I I you did not ready. have any other choice yes that's usually when we arrived <laughs> I also tried faith before I came into the AA I yes. tried faith yeah so I was reading Quran three hours a day yeah but I had problem with that, all these explanations and everything. And somehow I just uh, keep myself away from praying and everything. But somehow that word of surrender just uh, get my attention. It broke through. It broke through to you. And Beautiful. I said, God, give me a book, please. Give me a book so I can read it. I can practice it and I can stay sober. Uh-huh. Um, at that time, um, I picked my sponsor. I attended the meeting. They gave me the AA big book and everything. And um, um, somehow a friend gave me a Quran. Mm -hmm. There were no any, um, there weren't, it was very different when I uh, compared the Quran that I read it from my family. It was very different. There were no men and women. There were no all these recover all these things and everything. I found it very interesting and I wanted to meet with him. How he interpreted. But at the meantime, I was um, attending the meetings, the AA meetings. It was January. I was doing step one, step two. Um, I met with this gentleman. And I asked him, why? Look, I am in an AA program. Um, there's word of surrender. And then he told me the same thing. Surrender is meaning of Islam is the same thing. And I found it very fascinating. And I told him about the steps. 
And I asked him, which one do you think I should choose? Please tell me. And which book I should read it? Yeah. Which book you want me to read it? He told me, Sinan, the book that you are holding, the Quran, is a manual book to read yourself. First thing you have to do to read yourself, which is called Temet Noske, or Menarefe Nefsehu, know your nefs, know your ego. This mm. book will tell you. And at the meantime, I was studying, I was, uh, we were at step four with my sponsor. And I still have my book. Step four is my book, is the where I read myself. And I found it very, um, um, I don't know, at that time, uh, miracles, I, I believe that. Big book, you call it, I'm not going to compare it, obviously, but they're all ways to read myself and to, to tap this power within myself. And Bill tells his ego deflation. Yes. Sufism, pretty much the, um, the levels of nefs. You and Sufism, to... Sufism is, is a branch of, the, of Islam, uh, but it's more the mystical experience. It's an in-depth experience of, uh, uh, of the faith. Ah, tell, me, tell me more. Yeah. I mean, that's my that, understanding of it. Uh, that's where, and then when I, at the experience of, of step four, speaking with that gentleman and all these, and also I asked him, one, the other thing was very different. Guy, um, it was his name. We call it higher power in AA, but we call it Allah in, in Quran. Which one I should use it? He says, <laughs> there is no different brother. Allah is coming from who el, el who, if you go back to Hebrew, yes. who is power, el is high. It doesn't really matter which you say it. You're pretty much saying the same thing. Yes. 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 It's that and then, all right. I ah. appreciate it. We're coming back to that day and then having that pray. Give me the power. The book is really actually my own book. The reading this body, reading this, these my thoughts, my character defects, I would say. Where, I'm, where I am um, in autopilot, I am moving all these things and since then my faith muslim and aa way there wasn't any conflict mm -hmm. i found it very um uh, uh, it's uh um i don't know it's a uh, very joyful journey i found um, it says on the promises you will find serenity and peace i am looking back to quran there are many uh, praise is having that word and then it says peace the, the word peace salam the peace yeah uh, barish barish you will find serenity and peace the one who the one who the ones who surrendered will gain serenity and peace yes as you said islam and all and, 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 and my understanding 
is, is if I am not, I, we are made for God. And if I am not in right relationship with God, I am not going, I cannot be at peace. There is something very deep inside of me that is, that is disconnected from my own source. Does that make sense? Yes. yes. In Sufism, it's, it is more, the, uh, there is no God and me. Yeah. That, there is no separation. There is no separation. My yeah. old beliefs, my old yeah. beliefs, God was retired. I was giving big jobs to God. He was having a bed and yeah. then he was old, you know, and then yeah, like... He's been around he was, forever. He's been around forever. He's been around <laughs> forever. And then he was punishing. Yes. He was punishing. He was sending all these things. But when I moved into, um, not, not moving, but try to read myself, these, this power within myself, or that's called, It's not very far away, but I have put layers, my fear, my old beliefs, jealousy, trust, um, greed, uh, laziness. They're yeah. all, I put layers. That, that get in the way, that block me from. It is, I was always looking outside. Instead of in. Instead yes. of in. Yeah. The great reality is within, within, the book says, within, within, definitely. Yeah. And most of the program, most of the steps are about removing the blockages between transforming, that self. Transforming it. Transforming I, it. I do believe fear and love. Fear is more really uh, uh, to remind me the God. Yeah. Anger is another, uh, anger is a, a mask who wears um, a fear. When fear wears a mask, it becomes an anger. Right. And my, my nets is really, a, which, which called sometimes in another way, uh, my false self, let's say. It fears, it afraids. But when it has turned his ways to God, it transforms into soul because their all ingredient is the same. Mm -hmm. If I am thinking about myself all day, I put layers. That's where I lose conscious contact with God. Yes. But when I turn myself and when God is in my mind all the time, That is that is really the uh, the key thing. This returning to soul and uh, how do I say intuitively how to handle situation. There is a one power inside me really knows how to handle situation intuitively. Yes, that's what I, I call soul. Uh, this is why I'm so interested in two way prayer. I don't know how familiar you may be with that. Uh, But that is trying to get in touch with that voice that is pushing me, prompting me, pulling me towards what? Towards becoming my full self. Towards becoming who you are. And who are we? We're an expression of God. You know, that this ego that wants to pull me aside and see me as separate and see me as different, you know, we all have it and you can't 
not have it. If you don't have an ego, you are psychotic. You know, <laughs> that doesn't work. But what is the condition of that ego? Is it surrendered? <laughs> yeah. When I am speaking with my sponsees, with non-Muslims, or um, I go back to why there's ego is, is in there. I go back to big book, it's easy to tell, page 417. Uh -huh. God doesn't make sense. Acceptance is the answer. Yes. If there is an ego in this world, if you have a, there is a reason for that. Just accept it as it is. Try to transform it. Yeah. Why don't don't blame yourself that why you are self-centered, that why your your ego is acting in this way, why there is a fear, you know, the answer will come. Yeah. But don't judge it. Mm -hmm. That doesn't make mistakes. No. no. Uh, I I would like to go through the five pillars of Islam uh, yeah. very briefly, but to give people who are listening. Uh, maybe a, a richer, deeper understanding of some of the pillars of the faith, all right? Yeah. And, and, and I, I'm interested as an alcoholic, how they correspond with the program, because they're not really so separate. They um, are not. Yeah, so the first one is, is, is faith. The first pillar is faith, the creed. There is no God but Allah. Muhammad is his prophet, yes. all right? How do you how do you how do you take that into AA? You talked about the surrender. Is there any yeah. other things that uh... um, it says? Ashhadu an la ilaha illa Allah wa ashhadu anna Muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluhu, which means yeah. uh, there is no. Uh, I, I'll give an example. My 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 uh, career, my wife, the house that I was living, it was way too much important to me. Yes, and I was. I was praying them. They were my gods, my career, my wife, all these things. But also there was God. It's la ilaha illallah. There is no all these gods, but there's only Allah, which is in the how it works. Uh, that one is God. May you find him now who has all the power, all this power, all this career that I have, all these um, houses and everything. It belongs to God. It's yes. been given to me. Right. This is where I found it very uh, similar and exactly the same thing. And Muhammadan Rasulullah is there are many prophets of God's like here in this world to carry the message like Jesus, Moses. They're all, all prophets. They're all prophets. Right. They're here to show you how to become a human. Mm -hmm. I am not a human. I would say, uh, um, when I say the, uh, it's it's a very, uh, it will go into Sufism, but um, when I am acting fear, anger, or the, we call dishonest fear, resentment, self-centeredness, which is step 10, mm -hmm. uh, DFRS, I call it, dishonest fear, resentment, self-centeredness. Right. There are ways, if I don't trust God, there I will have these feelings. And then I don't become a, a human. I'm or I would say Adam. I would say Adam. Human being is Adam. Man. A Adam means man in Hebrew. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, full, but full man. Full man. Full. There's 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 no gender in here. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'm not talking. It's right. a, it's a consciousness. Right. 
It's to be who you are meant to be. Exactly. Yeah. This is kind of, I don't have to be a good person. Right. If I become an Adam, whatever I do, it will become a good anyway. Yeah. There is no wrong to be a good person, good father, good manager. Just be, have the Adam conscious on your level, on your consciousness. Yes. Or try to live your life like Muhammad, like Jesus, Moses, they are good examples of Adam. Try to live your life in yeah. those things. Yeah. And then coming back, dishonest fear, resentment, self-centeredness. Right. Transform them. Yes. Uh, all right. Uh, we, we could go on and on here, so I'm going to have to move along. <laughs> the second Number one two. is prayer. Prayer. Pray. Um, exactly. There is no namaz. It doesn't, it doesn't exist in namaz. It is, uh, it is as it's written in Salat in Quran. Mm -hmm. Salat means turn your way to God. Yes. Be mindful. The you Buddhists can do that. Call it mindfulness. Mindfulness. Yes. Yeah, you can turn your conscience to God. You turn your way to God. You don't have to go to mosque. It is a good way. Right. But coming, putting your this consciousness to God. For me, it starts when I am stepped out of the mosque. Yes. Coming into the meeting, it's for me is namaz. Because I call it, we, I uh, talk about God in meetings. That's what yes. I'm praying. So, so, so the practice is, is five times a day, one stops and becomes mindful of God in prayer. You reconnect. Right? No matter where you are, you don't have I to be in the mosque. I am already connected. One, it is conscious. The yes. other one is unconscious. Yes, right. Yeah. I so unconsciously, I'm connected, but my conscious mind falls asleep. It drifts away, and so I stop. I pause. The, the big book says what? Pause when agitated. Exactly. Mohammed says something. But <laughs> pause, or you're going to get agitated. And bring yourself back to that at least five times a day. Um, and it includes praise for God and supplication, uh, a remembrance of my ego being present. That's my understanding of, of the prayer, that it's a combination of those two things uh, can be done anywhere. Uh, but to be constant, to be constant in it is the goal to live within that flow without the blockage that uh, an unhealthy ego presents. Yeah, it's beautiful, it's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, charity, charity is the third. Yeah, charity is helping others. Yes, <laughs> I think I heard that in the program somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It is charity, it's just, you just give what you have. It doesn't have to be money. Right. It, it, money, if, if you're wealthy, it should be money. If you're not wealthy, uh, it is giving of self. You can give your knowledge. You can, knowledge. You can, sh you can share your abilities because they, they don't belong to me. Right. It is God's values. It has been uh, handed over to me for a limited time of a yeah. period. Yes. They're not mine. 
Right. But if I say my degree, my knowledge, then, then, the, then the ego has already started to inflate. Then, yeah, there is duality starts and then yeah. Yeah. here I am in trouble. All right, yes. I understand there's a, a two and a half percent is, a, is the a figure. Um, is that one fortieth? I'm not a mathematician. <laughs> uh, that each year uh, that should be the minimum le level of giving. Uh, yeah, that has been suggested. It's a suggestion. Yeah, it's a suggestion. Yeah. You can do more than that. You can, yeah. It's yeah. the more it says it's a suggestion, but the more you do it, it's better for you. And it and it's uh, not just the income from that year, but it's of everything. <laughs> so it's a continuous giving away, which is the deeper appreciation of that. I exactly. mean, we can get very legalistic. I gave two and a half percent. It's not about that. It's about freeing me from, from, from my uh, clinging to material things, which we all do. Yeah, for example, my mom and uh, my parents, I remember that, um, for example, if you're gonna donate your clothes yeah. to a family, which one you are saving, which one is the best, <laughs> give that one. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that, that, is, that is difficult for ego, give that one. Right. However, am I practicing it? To be honest, I'm nowhere there. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's a very, uh, this ego deflation, it's a very uh, uh, hard way, but I am so glad that at least. Well, we're all on the journey. We're on the exactly. journey. Exactly. At least I'm on the journey. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ramadan, number four. Ramadan. Yeah. It is, it's, it's, it is good for. Um, um, good for body. I mean, uh, it is. So it's a season. It's a season of uh, how many days? Is it 40 days or a month? 30 days. A 30 month. days. 30 days. Yeah. Uh, it, is, it is good for body. You just basically, uh, what it's in the Ramadan, you just change your uh, appetite. You were reading, you were eating during the day and sleeping during the night. You do it differently at Ramadan. You work and then you don't eat anything during the day and then you eat night and then body some kind of uh, shaking up. Yes. What is happening? What, am I going to wake up in the four in the morning? It is difficult for body, for brain to wake up four in the morning. But that is the way, again, teaching the ego. It is way of transforming an ego to soul. That there well, is another way is possible. I think when we get down to money, food, and sex, we're going to meet God. <laughs> we're we're going to meet who who is the real God inside. You know, so yeah, that's wonderful. And and pilgrimage is is the final one. So that uh, going once, back to Hajj, going the Hajj, back to Hajj, yes, the Hajj. Um, Hajj, all right. For me, Hajj, uh, this, this whole Islam surrender, it's a journey from my brain to my heart. Yes. The longest distance in the world. Hajj, it represents the heart. Yeah. So, all these things, 
all these, you know, practices, getting lay or try to all these moving all these uh, constraints on yes. my life, and then I reach the heart level. Heart, the, the people called HeartMath Institute. They most of them are calling the same thing. There's a different frequency of heart. Yes. So Hajj means moving into that way. You can go to Hajj. I mean, if you pay for it, all right, that is okay. That to, is go to, Mecca, to go to Mecca. To go to Mecca once, once in your lifetime. Is, yeah, is the, but is the... for me, finding the Hajj within myself all the time is the ultimate goal. Yes. It represents going into Saudi Arabia, Mecca, which is totally fine. Inshallah, I will do that. If God allows me, that's fine. Mm. However, if, if I don't have the money and everything, try to find Hajj within myself. That's right. That's right. Well, uh, <laughs> uh, Sinan, I, I really cannot thank you enough for uh, sharing some of your recovery journey uh, with us and, and uh, how that dovetails uh with your faith journey because they you're right they are not separate they should not be separate um, um dr bob used to you know before there was a, a big book there was the good book you know and and there so much of the big book came from the good book and uh and and yet we separate the two uh in ways that we, we'd like to see them as different. It does take some work though to, um, to, to um, integrate, to think about uh, my faith and, and my recovery. Uh, a lot of people just wanna separate those two as if they're very different. And I'm so delighted to hear you say they're not. They, they are the path that God has, is leading you on. Beautiful. It is. Um, I'm, it is uh, going back to basics. Really, um, um, getting uh, rid of the old beliefs, which was yeah. in my case. That is what happened. It was. It didn't work. It for a while it worked, but somehow it didn't work. But this is all about. I'm going back, um, carrying the message to another alcoholic. Yeah. And um, it, as it says in the um, promises number nine outlook upon life it's just uh, carry the that's my whole thing um, previously it was all about um, all external things right but this one is this was given to me from my sponsor mm -hmm. and my responsibility to give it to someone else then it doesn't belong to me mm -hmm. <laughs> well aa is alive and well in istanbul and uh, you are carrying the message and uh, it was it was our pleasure to uh, to hear some of that journey uh, that, that you shared with us. So thank you so so very much. Uh, thank you very much. I, I, I hope we can meet beyond Zoom someday. <laughs> Inshallah. Inshallah. Well, I hope you found something uh, helpful in that interview with Sinan. Uh, I think he's a young man with uh, a great deal of wisdom and some wonderful years ahead in sharing his experience, strength, and hope with people uh, 
I suspect from all around the world. If you uh, have, are enjoying the series on um, the religious aspects and spiritual aspects, those dimensions of recovery, I want to recommend a book to you called The Religions of Man uh, by Houston Smith. It's, it's a marvelous compilation of the different religions of the world. And Smith does an outstanding job of distilling each, that there's a word alcoholics love, <laughs> distilling each of the great faiths down to the, the essence. What, what is it that, uh, that they're trying to teach and uh, preserve and guide us in? And it's really about uh, the wisdom of uh, centuries and centuries uh, compiled together. Not always easy to sift through it, but I, I have found it uh, definitely worth the journey. So thank you once again for listening. Hope, hope this was helpful to you. God bless and do keep coming back.